Hello, this is Legally Laura, and today we are going to be talking about mental health. I wanted to kind of discuss the whole mental health related topic because I know a lot of people always come to me for help about that kind of thing, and I just kind of wanted to touch up on some different tips and things I have for people who have it and need help in a sense I guess so the first time that I ever experienced something that was easier for my parents to recognize as anxiety was in the seventh grade now my dad had been diagnosed for a while and sometimes it can be genetic so you could get it from a family member and sometimes you just have it Well, in my case, we believe that I got it genetically from my dad and his side of the family. Like, they were unsure about it, whether that's actually what was happening, because they had to, like, pay close attention to be like, okay, well, maybe something's going on, maybe she does have it, or whatever. So they were always, like, conscious about that. Um, So anyways, I always had problems when I was younger, But they didn't really think of it as anxiety, even now, looking back, now it was clear that it was, but they didn't really think of it that way. They just thought I was being, you know, a normal, like, kid scared of things. Like, an example being, I was scared to wear glasses when I was first told that my eyesight wasn't as good as it should be and I needed to wear glasses. And I was scared to death to wear them. And I pushed it off for so long and I stayed up crying about it. And that was like my form of the time of anxiety and panic attacks. So yeah, I stayed up at late at night and would always cry. And my parents would be there and I would say, I don't want to go to school, blah, 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 whatever. So sometimes I think that they were just like, oh, she's just trying to make an excuse not to go because she just doesn't want to go, but that wasn't the case. And in seventh grade, back to what I was saying, um, it was weird because the first day was completely fine. It was a normal first day of school kind of thing. I had the normal, you know, nerves or whatever, but it never was before this point it was never that I was sick like that I got myself sick over being nervous about something the first day went fine and then the next morning I don't feel that well we are out in the car about to pull into the driveway when I get sick and my parents just assume that I am just sick and that I should stay home from school because I threw up so anyways I stay home that day, and then I end up staying home the next day because the same thing happens. I go to go to school because they don't see any other signs of me actually being sick. I didn't have a fever or any of that, and I get sick again, so they keep me in, and I just, I just keep doing it, and they're like, at this point, you're gonna miss so much school if you just keep doing this in the mornings, you have to go. I honestly can't put a finger around what particularly started this I know that I always have problems with people socially sometimes so maybe it was just social anxiety but it also had to do with the fact that 
a lot of the kids that I went to school with weren't always the brightest. So, and I was really easy to be picked on because I was shy and didn't really talk to many people. So I was a good target for people that were just, you know, bullies. So maybe that was what it was, but I didn't want to be there apparently and my anxiety took over at that point. Months. It was months. I just would go to school and repeatedly every single day like it was always around the same time like in the morning like nine or so o'clock and I would just throw up at school. One time I did it in front of people. Other times I just felt nauseous and went to the nurse. And that was like a morning routine for some of my friends and I. And at this point, I'm just like, oh, I'm so annoying. I, I hate this. I don't know what's going on. I really didn't know what was going on because I just, I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know, like, I thought something was wrong with me. I thought I was sick. And people would make fun of me. I was asked if I was pregnant, which I was not. I had never even had a boyfriend at that time. I was asked if, like, I had some sort of disease and people wanted to stay away from me. They're like, oh, stay away from her. She's sick. And then people would say stuff like, oh, it's throw up girl. Stay away from her and all that stuff because, you know, they knew it was me. So at this point, I started giving up and I wanted to go home. So I asked the nurse if I could go home and she's like, are you anxious? Maybe that's your problem. And I'm like, no, it can't be. I, I, I'm not, I don't feel good. So I started missing a ton and a ton of school because I would stay home because kids would make fun of me for it. And I didn't know what to do about it. I had no idea what to do. So my principal ended up calling and saying that I had to come in and talk to the teachers and things because I couldn't just keep doing this. So my mom brought me in. She had it where I start bringing plastic bags because you know, never know what's gonna happen. So I go and I sit amongst all the teachers that I had and we had a discussion. And my principal was like, listen, you need to start coming to school because you're gonna be truant. And I'm not trying to say that she threatened me, but I felt very threatened at the time. You better go back to school or you're going to be considered truant. You know what truant is? They're going to come and they're going to take your parents away because you're not going to school. And they're going to go to jail or whatever. You don't want that to happen to you, do you? And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then they brought in a counselor. And they said I should start talking to her if I ever had any problems throughout the day. So I started going to her and she tried to help, which in the slightest bit she did, yes. But it just made things even more embarrassing because kids always saw me going with her. And nobody really liked her that much. They thought she was weird. They were always talking like, oh, she doesn't keep anything that you say private. And I could tell that she didn't because... Now, all the teachers knew all these things. I mean, technically, they probably should have because, you know, as a student, they're responsible for you and your parents. But sometimes it's just not the time to tell them we, like, 
and as someone with anxiety, you don't always necessarily want to tell everybody, oh, hey, I have anxiety, this is what's going on. Like, you want to keep it private. And I was wanting that. And when I saw that that wasn't really helping, my mom was like, okay, it's time. We need to do something about this. She had me go to a psychologist, which is basically a doctor that um, medicates you with antidepressants which is basically drugs for your depression. <laughs> That's not so weird. So yeah, they diagnosed me. What happens is, because I'm making this video for tips for people, basically what they do is you go in, it's kind of like just going to the doctor's office. Before that though, we had my family doctor tell us like recommend us a place so you first have to tell your family doctor or whoever you go to and then they will suggest a place that you go to and they schedule an appointment so you go and you sit in the waiting room and they call you back and then they check like your you know all your basics your vitals all that type stuff you know your weight your height all that kind of thing and then you sit back in the waiting room at least this is my experience and then they take you back in and the psychologist that you have asks you a ton of questions you know that basic thing that all doctors ask you like how you're feeling like you rate it on the scale or whatever how you're feeling it's kind of like that but then they go in more depth like asking you different questions and they ask you different things like, have you been suicidal? Have you felt this way? Have you felt that way? I don't remember how long, how far along I was at this point. It started getting to the point where I was feeling myself absolutely lose it. And they were scared because at some points I had bad thoughts. So you have to answer all the questions honestly. Sometimes people get scared saying that if you say that you've been suicidal or you're cut yourself that they'll take you away to some mental facility. That isn't always necessarily true. It depends on how you are. Usually you don't get taken away for something like that unless you've had like a near successful suicide attempt. Or if you did something like insane like you say you're like mentally unstable and you try to kill somebody that is when they would take you to a facility for that in most cases if you say you've had thoughts or hurt yourself a little but not like anything severely or whatever they won't they won't make you over there they just want to like help you find ways to stop doing that so that is nothing to be worried about unless you've like well, you've probably already been one if you've tried to do it and you got closer, like you passed out, like you overdosed or something and you were taken to the hospital, attempted something really bad on yourself. If you haven't and you've had bad experiences before, then it's probably a good idea to go talk to them about that because they're really good about that and you will not be sent to one unless it's something really, really the most that they'll probably do is just diagnose you with whatever they think you have. Like if you have like anxiety, depression, panic disorder, ADHD, all these different mental health related things. Then they'll diagnose you and probably give you some sort of medication for that. But otherwise, 
yeah, it's not it's not as hard as it may seem. Once you're like under the handling of it, it's it's a lot better. So anyways, so I didn't get the meds right away. They had to kind of observe and think things out, figure out what would work best with me in my situation. So it took a lot of counseling and therapy. So before they diagnosed me in the sense of with giving me meds, they sent me and recommended me to start talking to someone. Now this part is a bit foggy to me. I think I I know somebody like I know I was on meds before that incident happened. So I don't quite remember that, but I know that I did have some sort of therapy before I started taking um antidepressants. They diagnose you with things and for me personally, severe anxiety disorder. I have severe depressive disorder and I have panic disorder. Those are the ones so far that I've been diagnosed with as far as I can think of. Panic was not until more recently because they just thought it was anxiety and depression but when they started like going back over all my different issues with getting sick and whatever they said that was panic. For me personally, I take Zoloft, which is an antidepressant, which is one of many. They will give you one that they think works best for you. Also, say you're feeling uncomfortable talking to someone. It's very unlikely that they'll send you somewhere for your problems, so don't be afraid to be open and honest. And they don't always go telling your parents whatever, like, that something happened. They are very, usually very good about keeping things um, between you. And for me, she even, like, my therapist has even asked me, like, do you want me to share this with your parents? Or do you feel comfortable with it? So it's not like they're just going to go telling. I feel like it's more if you're younger, like, you're you know, nine years old or eight or whatever, when it's more like parental supervision that they tell them things. But what, as you get older, they will share less information. Another thing is, like, to tell your doctor, like, to start off, I'd say just ease into it and just say that there's been something on your mind that's been bothering you and you feel like you need help with something like say that I have been not feeling that great lately and I feel like I've been having symptoms of anxiety and I need advice and help for that and then they will just take that and ask you questions which will help you get sent to the right people to help. Another thing is signs that you may have anxiety Everybody is different. Everybody's body is different. For some people like me, it's getting yourself sick because you're so anxious about a situation or something like that. Other times, it's having a hard time breathing, fast-paced heart, sweating a lot, shaking. Another thing is being scared to go out in public. 
that may be signs of social anxiety, which is another one that I have. I'm no psychologist or therapist or whatever. These are just some signs that you may need to go seek out help from somebody. And if you have any further like comments or questions, you can always comment them down. When it comes to different topics about my advice, personally, if you don't want to go to someone, I'll have to probably make a separate video on that because I have so many like tips. I couldn't even fit them into this that I already have here. So I will talk about those further on if anybody is interested on any tips because I've gotten so many over the years from going to therapy so much. So let me know if you would be interested in that. Hope this helps. Until next time. Bye guys.